Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Relationship Lounge presents Reveal and Heal. I'm Coach Dan. You know, you can't heal it what you won't reveal. I say it time and time again. You have to expose that thing in order to move forward. You know, you can follow us on all social media outlets. So please, please contact your friends and your neighbors this morning. Go ahead and tag everyone that you know that need a motivation word. I have an amazing guest this morning. You don't want to miss the story this morning. I have Judy Turnbull. And the topic is Mercy Said No. And I know that many of you out there can relate to Mercy stepping in in the nick of time. So go yeah. ahead and call your friends this morning. Call your neighbors. Call your family. Get in touch with somebody that need a motivation word. I want you to put your right hand together and put your left hand together and show your love for Judy Turnbull this morning. Good morning, sis. Good morning. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm so honored to have you this morning. Grace I'm honored to be here. Of Reveal and Heal. You are such a great sister in the Lord and you're doing amazing things. I knew that you were the one to come through this morning and share motivation word on mercy, you know, saying no. Many times, you know, we get in predicaments. Many yes. times we face different things and we're like, oh my God, because ain't nobody there to help us, right? right. Oh, baby, but mercy. Mercy. mercy is always there. I want to start it. this morning, you know, because I'm just really excited about getting into it. I want to start this morning by you sharing with the people, who is Judy Turnbull? Judy Turnbull is a child of the king. To begin with, I'm a mother, a nurse, a minister, a friend, a grandma, um, just someone who loves the Lord and loves people and uh, has a passion to fulfill purpose in the earth. So um, there's a lot to me and there's a lot I still don't know because as I follow Jesus, he, he reveals, he reveals, he reveals. Yes. So I'm just excited to be with you today and I'm excited to share. You know, we touched a little bit off camera about mercy. You know, I told you in my opinion, you know, I perceive mercy as being a woman, just like wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. And you know how you have these strict uh, mothers or elders, you know, they love hard, they, they love with a uh, with a stern hand type. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like they let you go ahead and just kind of dibble and dabble enough, just enough to feel the heat and then step in and, you know, uh, reprimand mm -hmm. you like. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, what do you, it, it, when mercy is concerned, because we've all experienced mercy, you've been in the ministry, did you grow up in the ministry and you know uh, and understanding how mercy fits into your life? I was born in a Christian home. My mom and dad were the first in their families who became Christian. So they were very strict. They were um, disciplinarians. They taught us we had our 5 a.m. Uh, morning devotions since I was a little girl. 
So uh, we knew about the Lord. There was no doubt in my mind uh, who Jesus was as, as a little kid. I remember my first prayer, my first serious prayer had to do with thunder. There was some serious thunderstorm and I was so afraid. And I said, Lord, take away the, the fear of thunder. And um, he did. And so from a child, I had a relationship with God. At the same time, I went through some stuff. So I, I, I understand today the mercy of God. And I understand when God steps in, in the nick of time to save me from, from so many stuff. So I, I am so thankful today that God stepped in with mercy in the midst of the plans of the enemy. You know, there have been many times that we had experienced mercy and didn't know that it was mercy. You know how we take for granted? And I say we, because when, you are, when you're talking about people in general, you never want to uh, appear to, to uh, you know, make yourself bigger or greater in any way, you know, because we're all, you know, in need of more of his mercy. We're all in need of more of God. And at some point in our lives, because we all human, we can we can all relate to, you know, missing it, missing the mark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yes. where we are today, Judy, we have not always been. That's at a that's at a mature place, right? That's mm -hmm. so we haven't always been here. So it's like, uh, or a lot of people that are still pressing their way and trying to get to a place, we know about that. That's right. That's for sure. That's for sure. You know, as a, as a kid at five years old, I was molested. And um, I buried it. I buried it. It, it. I didn't I didn't think on it as I started to get older until I was in my teenage life and was struggling with my sexuality and struggling with thoughts and struggling with with uh, thoughts of sex. And as a Christian young woman, I knew it was wrong. All the thoughts I was having in my head. And at one point I was, Lord, I am not pleasing you. I'm, I feel so guilty. Uh, I, I think I need to die. Now today, people will say that is crazy. That's ridiculous. But I grew up in the holiness movement and we still are to be holy today. And for me, continual thoughts of sex in my mind as a teenager was sin. And of course, however, I didn't know how to deal with it and I didn't know anyone to talk to about it. So I started to feel like I was guilty. I was full of guilt. I was full of anger because I was saying to the Lord, where were you? Yeah. And then I said, where were my parents? And, you know, and, and then I started to have hate. And I continually prayed to God. Let me tell you about mercy and how God stepped in. Come in the now. midst of the times when I was thinking about suicide, how should I do it? How should I do it? Uh, what's the quickest way? 
some ministers visited my church. And they not like some of the folks today who would say, there's someone in this room who, who thinking and committing suicide, they need to come up here. No, they didn't do that. They called me, they laid hands on me, and they were like, Rabako, Shabaka, Tabaka. They were praying in the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something. Mercy said no that day. Come on, Every man. thought I had about suicide, about killing myself, about hate, about guilt, about shame, it, it went like that. Just in the presence of God with prayer, uh, not not in the understanding. It was our Holy Ghost prayer. My father was a pastor. He was present. So if they said, oh, your daughter is uh, trying to commit suicide, I'm sure they knew by the spirit. Because I'm telling you, I was released that day. I've never wanted to kill myself again. And that was many, many years ago. But I'm telling you today, that whatever you're going through, you may be in the church and it may seem like uh, you can't talk to anyone. No one will understand or you're shamed. And see, guilt and shame really um, uh, cause us to get in a corner and, and, and get in this fetal position where we feel that people don't care. Because there are some, some topics in church that have been tabooed. Nobody talks about them. But it's a different day now. And then again, in some places, it's the same. But I want you to know today that God shows up in the nick of time to turn your situations around. And I'm telling you that day, I was about 13 years old. Mercy said no. And I had a new lease on life. I went on and did well in school, got a scholarship to go to college, became a nurse. And I've been a nurse for 30 something years, 34 years now, because God stepped in in the nick of time with his mercy, without embarrassment, without shame. He just stepped in. And so I want to let you know, whatever you're going through today, Teenagers, women, men, mercy, the mercy of God is just amazing. It's amazing. So today, uh, as you talk about falling, yes, I've had times when I fall. Even after that, I've fallen. And I've, at one point, I, I left church and I sort of did my own thing. But again, mercy said no. God came in with a dream. <laughs> and he turned my life around. And so I, I just praise God for his goodness and his mercy. One songwriter said his goodness is running after me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, shall follow you all the days of your life. Hallelujah. You know what? It is just a... Uh... It's so awesome to hear the passion in your voice about what you know. You know ah. yourself. You've experienced. I experienced it. And I felt the love of God. Yes. 
See, when God shows mercy, it's like the woman who uh, was found in the very act of adultery. Yeah. And I'm wondering, where was the man? Can you tell me, Deb, where was the man? But they dragged that woman before Jesus. And everyone says, throw stones, throw stones, throw stones. And Jesus just wrote in the sand or on the ground. We didn't know what he wrote. But after a while, everyone threw the stone down because they didn't know that when you bring a woman, a sinner, someone who the world has given up on, who's on death row in the presence of Jesus, new life comes, mercy comes, grace comes, joy comes. You get a new list in life. And so I see mercy for you today. Those of you who are listening, God has mercy for you. If you can find yourself in the, in the presence of Jesus, everyone may be accusing you, but he doesn't have any accusation. He has no stones. He has no stones. And so because I have experienced mercy, I can't look down at anyone. I can just encourage people to get in the presence of Jesus because he has mercy. And everything that the enemy wants to bring against your life, to destroy it, to uh, cause you not to advance, not to increase, not to overcome, Jesus comes to turn that around. And he says no to every work of the enemy. Jesus is mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that it's very important for you to be transparent this morning. It's a day that we're living in where people are hiding and they are not being authentic and sharing their pain. But yet you can see what people are going through. How? By the way they're acting. That's Whatever right. you're dealing with, it comes through how you act. You know, for some, you know, they deal with obesity. Then there are yes. some that deal with alcohol and drugs. There are some that deal with behavior issues. You know, how important is it, Minister Judy, how important is it to share, to talk about the very things that you're hurting over, that, 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 that you're troubled with, you know, so that you can understand the mercy of God, because he's there. He's there with his arms stretched out. You know. You know, it took me a long time to share in a public setting. I remember um, after I first had the first CD, Woman of Excellence Arise, and I uh, was um, encouraging women to be all that it can be. You've come to the kingdom for such a time as this, and so on. And um, this magazine uh, asked me for an interview. And they're like, what is your story? But it took me years before I can really share it. Share it in a community where you're known, where everybody saw you as a kid, like, you know, you have your head on, everything is going good. You would have never looked at me as a child and say that I had issues. And that's the thing about us. We cover 
we we cover we have so many facades we have so many masks we cover ourselves very nicely but many are, are being torn inside emotionally so much emotional pain and uh people say in the caribbean i don't know about you in the states but here they say we don't want nobody to know our business and when we talk um family members get offended oh why are you saying that sometimes the people in the church i remember going to a, a woman's uh conference and they were talking about rape and so on and they were very passionate and because I'm known as a, 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 a psalmist and people look at me a certain way, uh, when I stood up and said, I was molested as a kid and I am whole, God has uh, healed me. And um, it was like everybody's eyes were open and they're looking at me as if something strange happened. But I think there's a stigma that uh, causes people um, not to say much, but it is so important because even as a health professional, a medical professional, we know how these um, emotions and these pains affect our minds. So a lot of people have mental issues because they, they, they keep that pain inside and, and the brain starts to release those hormones that are really affecting their whole being. And so it's important that those of us who have overcome help others to overcome. And I think that if, if each one of us reach one, mm. that will help for people to be able to talk and be released and be not just talk, but talk to people who can bring them into healing. Yeah. Tell me, uh, how important is it that the church make herself available to the broken people uh, and not make it so religious and so political, you know, to, to just be there, you know, with a non-judgmental eye. You know, I mean, it's important. Well, you know, from Jesus's day, the, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees had an issue with him because he went to sinners. And he, um, he will speak to them in such a way that will win them over and heal them and uh, make them whole, not just physically, but whole in their mind and in their spirits. There you go. And, that's what we are called to do as a church. But we have uh, gotten so much into religion that we like to have this big, we, we, we make ourselves happy and forget why we are called. We are called to reach sinners and to love them and to pour in the oil and the wine and to cause healing to come. And so the church needs to be as a, a place where, like a hospital, where people come and are made whole and they can leave, not, not going in and leaving the same they came, but when they go in, healing, wholeness, 
peace, love, uh, joy can be poured into them. And so I, I think right now um, the church has a, a chance to really uh, see where we at. Where are we to evaluate? What are we really doing as a church? Are we just making ourselves happy? Are we really doing what God says, going to the highways and the byways, compel men to come and, um, you know, just be what Jesus wants us to be, to share healing, hope, love, acceptance. In the church, we discriminate too much. We say there's discrimination in the world but in the church there's also discrimination and jesus came to get rid of all those barriers and so the church should not just think on healing spiritually but bring people into wholeness the lord said he restored my soul and that part of us that that, that hurt that part of us that go through guilt that part of us that go through all those emotional pain is our souls, our mind, our will, our emotions. And we are good at healing the spirit, but not the soul. But we are one, body, soul, and spirit. If we can reach the spirit and the soul, the body comes in alignment. My God. You know what? This is a this is a mercy moment, sis. This is a mercy moment, you know, to request of the Lord to have mercy on his people yes. that the blood is not on our hands. You hear what yes. I'm saying? Yes. Because many people have come into the church, but they have not felt accepted. So they visit a Sunday and they never return. Because the way they dressed, the way they smell, the way they look. You know, we need to have representatives, ambassadors of Jesus at the door of every church who can see people with the eyes of Jesus, who can touch with the hands of Jesus, who can love with the heart of Jesus, because he's going to use us to show mercy in the earth. And the same mercy he gave me. Ah, if today I look down at promiscuous girls and I look down at people who are uh, molested and I look down at people who are suicidal, and I say all manner of things concerning them. Why should he have had mercy on me? He delivered me so I can help to deliver others. That's it. Mm -hmm. The same mercy I receive, I should show to others. My God, that's it. That 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 right there is a word for everyone that's listening. 
for everyone that's listening this morning. Hmm. The goodness that is so Yes. So I don't know what 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 mercy you have received, those of you who are listening from the Lord. But he has called you to show mercy. Freely you receive, freely give. Show mercy on the streets. Show mercy in the church. Show mercy on your job. Show mercy in the community, wherever you go. Freely you receive, freely give. We've been withholding mercy. Show mercy in the prisons. Huh. My God, if for every sin we committed and every wrong thing we have done, most of us will be in jail today. Some people are in, in prison because they got caught, that's all. Mercy. And there's a scripture that says, the mercy of God leads men to repentance. The goodness of God, the grace of God, yes. the love of God. Jesus shed his blood. That was mercy. Yes, sir. On the whole human race. And For the so, whole human race. The whole human race. No discrimination. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to have great stature or great uh, positions. No discrimination. Everyone have fallen short of the glory of God. All have sinned. But the blood of Jesus. The blood of is Jesus. more than able. Just as it was 2,000 years ago. Today, the blood still works. It still flows. It still reaches wherever you are today. And that's mercy. Mercy, 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 mercy. Mercy. Thank God for mercy. I need mercy every day. I need mercy every day. Every day. And guess what? The scripture declares his mercy anew every morning. Yes. Great yes. faithfulness. Every day we wake up, mercy is waiting at our door. So if I understood that as a child, I wouldn't want to die. I wouldn't want to kill myself. If I understood the mercy of God, and if you understood, understand the mercy of God today, you wouldn't have to die. You will know that if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. We serve a merciful God. Yes, mm. we do. Yes, we do. And we just really need to just, just really meditate on, on that. 
um, today. You know, it's it, it's it's this this ain't new. No, but we are reminded. We are reminded, sis. Yes, yes. I remember leaving church and uh, for a while, and the Lord spoke to me, and I was feeling so guilty some years ago, right? And I was in my bathroom where sometimes I get revelation. And the Lord said to me, do you think you surprised me by what you did? And I want the listeners to, to think about it. Can you surprise God? You can. He knows the end from the beginning. And he made provisions for you. So no matter what circumstance you're in today, mercy says no. Mercy says no. Over your children, mercy says no. It doesn't matter yes, what no. you guys to do in their life. Mercy says no. Over your health, yes. mercy says no. Over your finances, mercy says no god is a merciful god and he's working on your behalf today hallelujah hallelujah mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen receive that word today receive that declaration and declare it yourselves mercy says no hallelujah as we prepare to to close i just need for you to just speak to speak to some people that are just weighed down watching everybody else you know be blessed watching everyone else it appears their prayers have been answered but yet they question lord don't you hear me Lord, don't you see me? What about me? They're so blind that they don't recognize. Mm. His mercy is still there. Amen. His grace is still there. Amen. Because they are alive. Mm -hmm. Amen. They are above ground. Yes. They got a second chance. Yes. Speak to them this morning. Well, I want to encourage you, especially now in the pandemic, so many people think that uh, it's, it's the end. It's, they cannot progress. They cannot increase. They cannot advance. They cannot break out of this, the, the, the cell they feel they're in today. And I just want to let you know that the scripture declares that God's thoughts towards you are good and not evil to give you a hope and a future. And so your future is bright. It does not matter what it looks like today. God will turn it around. And I declare that you are in your season of turnaround. He's turning it around for you. You know, the scripture also declares that when the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of the Lord raises a standard. And God's standard comes against the enemy today. Whatever it is in your finances, you know, uh, I was sharing some days ago, yesterday, I was teaching women, mothers, how to come from happy to joy. 
trading in happy for joy because happy comes from things that happen, but joy comes from the presence of God. So I'm telling you who are going through, find yourself in the presence of God. For in his presence, there's fullness. There's fullness of joy. And in his presence, he will show you the way. You have books in you. You, you have businesses in you. You have creativity in you. You have so much that God has invested in you. But how would you find out? You would not find out by looking at Sally, Jim, or Joan. But you will find out if you can fix your eyes upon Jesus. Say, Lord, what is it you have for me? I'm no different than anyone else. I am your child. And the Lord, the scripture says, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. There's still hope. And there's, when God shows up in the midst of the pandemic, you will see his glory. He's showing up for so many people. But he will also show up for you because you are also a favored child of the Lord. And know that the good work he has begun in you, he will finish it. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will run and not be weary and walk and not faint. Be encouraged today. Know that the mercies of God are fresh. They're new. And they say no to every work of the enemy. So just put a big smile on your face and bless the Lord knowing that your future is bright in the Lord. Amen. Amen. My God, thank you so much. Minister. Thank you. Thank you for allowing God to use you this morning. Me are just sitting in what you just thank you. Thank you. And it was needed, it was necessary. Mercy said no. It's now. There's so many testimonies. Mercy say no to death. Mercy says no. <laughs> so many testimonies of proving God over the years. Well it's you fake. have you have you have spoken to many this morning, and it has not been in vain. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Motivation Monday. <laughs> I quote for this morning, mercy is the stuff you give the people that don't deserve it. Amen. That's Joyce Meyer's quote. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, new mercy, new grace. New week, new goal. You know, you can't heal what you won't reveal. I'm Coach Deb. It's been a pleasure and an honor to sit in this seat this morning. I have been blessed. Minister Judy, you showed up and allowed God to use you. My heart goes out to everyone that's listening this morning. You deserve joy. You deserve, you deserve love. You deserve forgiveness. Amen. Yes. And you deserve mercy. Amen. Remember to love yourself. 
Love everybody. And then we'll say, have an amazing day.